Recording. Johnny, you recording? All right, Johnny. All right, Bobby. Welcome to another episode of the World Drill Podcast. This is episode six. I, I think it's episode six. Uh, my name is Chris. I'm one of the commentators for today. Uh, as always, I'm joined by the best River City Drill person to ever grace in uh, the community, uh, Bobby Coleman. And I'm also with Johnny Ludwig <laughs> as well. Fellas, how are we doing? Man, you just called him Bobby Coleman. <laughs> yeah, that's, not, that's my middle name. I don't know, yeah. Bobbert. My last name's Bishop. It actually says it there on the, you know, name. All right, all right, Bobbert. All right, Bobbert. Whatever, whatever. All right, so we have a good lineup for today. We're going to be talking about uh, mostly the Rooster Drill Competition, just our thoughts on that. But first, we're going to talk about our sponsors. Johnny, who is our sponsors for today? Do we have sponsors for today? No, that is it. Congrats. We have no sponsors. Hey, Ken. Please, somebody hey, Ken. hit us up. Ken, if you put $5 in my Venmo right now, I'll give you a shout-out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, we'll see where that happens. Johnny, feel free to interrupt me. All right, so last Saturday uh, was uh, the River City Drill Competition, and it's sad because actually this is my first summer competition that I didn't get to go to at all. I've been there since 2016. I don't know if Johnny is... I realized that I was one of the season vets, but this year I wasn't able to make it, so I'm really sad. Uh, but it seemed like it was a good lineup overall, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, so I'm not going to go down the list and talk about each performance and everything like that. I'm just going to give you my personal thoughts on it. And then Johnny, as a director of the competition, and then Bobby, as the head judge of it, I would love to hear you guys' feedback on it. First of all, I have a random question. There's that random uh machine in the in the middle of the the floor i don't know what that was do you want to explain that So i'm glad you asked because i'm sure a lot of people have that same question uh so the day before they had a concert at the venue that is basically a generator more or less hooked up to all the electrical outlets and all that fun stuff for concerts and whatever events that are need a stage or anything that was just chilling back there I knew it might be there. I was hoping that it would not be. Uh, when I got there, it was still there. And then about halfway through, some dude just showed up and took it. Oh. I was just at the previous so. day to blast my mixtape, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, – I uh, from a, for someone who's been there and competed on that uh, floor before, that would have thrown me off so much. Really? Because like, it, it's a big I don't know floor. How, yeah, I know, but that's a big machine. And I and for me, I make sure I try to go all like all around the, the floor. I feel like most people would do that as well, but it, it, it would have definitely deter- deteriorated my performance. I don't know how bad, but it didn't. I it didn't seem that's why I saw that. that did it at least. All right. Well, it seems like a lot of people are a lot better than me. So that's uh, the story we got from uh, the machine. However, yeah, that, that threw me off big time. And uh, But it seems like if people were able to kind of take control on it, then we're good. And... With that, another takeaway I, I thought about a lot was the drone. I think from – I tried to figure out who it was, but then I looked around. I think it was Katz who was flying it around. Is that correct? It was drone. Okay. How was that overall? Because I have a few critiques. It definitely did not get in the way of anybody say, if that was one of your critiques. Oh, yeah. No, it's not that. I get, I guess for me, I get – I guess in theory, like having a drone fly around was super cool. But I think in terms of like getting like those sick uh, footage of people drilling, I feel like there was some mark mi- marks missed on it. I felt like a lot of it was sort of 
like over the head. I know it sounds weird because it really is over the head, but I felt like it felt like you were literally over the head and not like a few feet back where you can kind of just see people go. I don't know if Andrew was uh, uh, a more pro at so it was actually uh, about that thing or eight feet away the whole time. Yeah, at an angle. Uh, but it's the problem. The problem with that is that it's an actually it's a ridiculously good camera, and it's still not even done processing. Mm-hmm. It does 4K, so it's so clear mm-hmm. that it may look weird. That's why I still recorded it normally too. So we have the both the normal angle and the drone angle. The drone angle, it's cool and everything. Um, I would never watch a full routine from a drone angle. I would use that for like editing footage and stuff. Uh, so that's kind of what it was yeah. for to get really cool footage of everybody so that we can use it later in promos just so people have something like that that they can show people. Uh, it was an addition, not the main way to watch. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that's where I think that's what I'm trying to get at. And I apologize if it was different. I I try looking at uh, people's routines and I didn't thoroughly enjoy it as much as I did just a normal uh film just kind of base level but i guess that's my kind of gripe with it i think if we're just going with promos i think it'd be really cool um, yeah no i agree but with I, you. the angles watching the entire routine through drone is rough it's funky a little bit and i didn't i it was whatever the sound the drone make i don't think it ruined anybody to be honest but uh it i mean i, I think it was a good in concept and it, it honestly it can only go up from here so i that's my only critiques and takeaway from that drone stuff. Another thing, and I've already mentioned this back in 2019 when I competed, people were uh, just heckling. And I'm not like rude heckling like what you do like a normal baseball game, but they were just saying the most random things. Like, I remember Winders going up and he's like starting and you just hear someone say, man bun! And it's like, why, why are you just yelling that? That just makes no sense. Like, that's how I felt um in 2019 and i remember calling people out i don't know who it was uh but even then like I fe- a lot of the heckling that just went down was obnoxious like i and it was to the point where i remember christian fuentes medals round he goes up he's about to do some behind the back thing someone said oh i better hope you don't mess it up like i did and then he proceeds to drop it in between and you see cats like turning around saying stop talking and that was a mood and i don't know if you ever it? hit him do you remember hit who us, that was uh, Metal round because that would have been what? Who said that would have been Ox or Panda? That drop. Panda was no. Panda was performing. So yeah, was so Ox. it would have had to have been Ox. Uh, which Ox? Yeah, so here's it, the thing with all that. I agree with you. Normally, Ox went around and asked everyone if they wanted to be heckled or not. If they said yes, he did. If they said no, he didn't. Uh, so Ox okay. definitely wanted to be heckled. Uh, he thinks it's hilarious. So Panda doing that was pretty much out of request, uh, which made it way funnier when he dropped. But that's kind of what he wanted. Like, he wanted to have fun and be a show more so than compete. So that's, that's just kind of who I, he is. I, it's not like he was just doing it randomly. Like, he asked them, do you want me to do this? And if they said yes, he did. Mm-hmm. I think that's a little, a little more cordial. So shout out to Ox, at least, for at least sitting there saying, hey, I'm not going to try to mess you up unless you want me to heckle you and everything like that. But if he wasn't the only one, that this has been going on for well, quite no, some no, no, time. No. Yeah, Even yeah, 20... no, yeah, they did. This time, though, they, like, followed Ox's lead. Like, if Ox wasn't saying anything, they didn't say anything. Okay. Well, good on Ox for leading and doing that. But honestly, uh, if you if you care about the heckles, 
like if you're like about it, I guess, and there's really not much I can do. But I think in the competition, in terms of like trying to expand and everything like that, I don't think the heckle should be a thing. Now, obviously, sitting there cheering someone on and just being a little bit ridiculous, like that's whatever. Like I remember I was yelling at Trey at World saying talk to him, chant the whole time. But like, I don't think I can. I feel like I could justify that. Someone yelling, someone randomly yelling out "man bun." When Tyler Winters was just starting, it seems a little bit over the top. Well, when they, and I'm not when trying they to say that person yes, out. do that, then I know, but I just, I don't know. I guess it, I'm, I guess I just sound like a boomer, honestly, more so. Like I if just, that bothered you when they asked, you just be like, no, like just cheer normally, and they would. Uh, so I, I think it's part of, like, it's just something unique that we do because, at least now, you have the ability to stop it if you don't want it, but it it gets the audience more involved than normal because most of the time they just cheer a little bit. So it gets the audience more a little involved. You get to have a little more fun with it. Um, you can do what Wurz did at Chicago 2019 and literally respond every time they do it, which, I mean, it helps. Like, it's a street comp. But you get the audience even more into it. So it gives you more outlets to express yourself either way, whether you say yes or no. And that is one thing considering it's a street comp too. Like, it as someone who comes from, like, not a, a place that doesn't have a lot of competitions is really largely formal uh the street comp to me it more or less seems like a place for jewelers to showcase what they can do in a non non uh, formal sense and like i almost see you know the uh the noise and stuff as more encouraged during a street comp as compared to a formal thing because it's like a, a fun game like hey this is what we love sort of thing I feel you. And, and again, this may be sound like a me being a boomer thing, like where I just, I'd rather just people just shut up and just cheer normally. But like, I don't know, there's that. My, just thinking about it though, the question, uh, going back, I don't know if you remember this or if you rewatched when uh, Christian dropped, uh, Cass turned over and told people to stop talking. I, that's, I know you mentioned that Ox took the league saying, hey, he asked people if he wants to be heckled or whatever. That's fine. But why did Katz turn over then to... Is that, like, actually what Katz said, though? He turned around and said, stop talking. Or at least somebody said, stop talking. I'm, like, 99% certain it was Katz. And you can see it on actually, film. Actually, I do remember this. Say, did they say stop talking? I'm going to I'm gonna get the film real quick. Um, here, hold on. I think they did. And during that same point, I believe I saw uh, Panda actually glare at people on the sidelines. <laughs> Uh, oh, this metal's hard. I also don't really feel. I don't feel bad for people like Panda when it happens to them because they're like the main hecklers normally. So like, you kind of brought it upon yourself, in a way. Like you, you do it to other people and then they do it back, and that's the way it is. Yeah, no, I just recapped the video. Yeah, no, Cass turned around and screamed, stop talking. And even Alexa turned around. I don't know if she said anything, but she definitely looked over there. It's like saying, what in the world just happened? It was Ox's, right? Uh, no, it was Fuentes' medals round. Uh, around the 10-second mark. I don't know if you're able to check it out. Like, yeah, real quick. so it, was, it wasn't Panda that said it. No, no, I said somebody said it. If it was Ox, it's fine. And I like if, if it was, whatever. But then why did Cat sit there and say, hey, stop talking? It was like cats out oh, of the it was the tri- it, Was it the triple? Was it the triple right shoulder toss? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. Did I say BTB? Whatever. I have no idea, but I'm pretty sure that was Ox. It sounds like Ox. And because it was Ox... Um, then it's whatever. I don't really care because Panda did the same thing to him. So, like, that was something that they've been doing all day. 
so it is what it is, and I guarantee you that Panda wanted to be heckled because that's how Panda is. I wish so it is, it's whatever. Uh, I wish Panda could be on there, but it's whatever. I got a couple of messages already from a certain individual saying, "Chris, you don't drill for fun. You are the biggest boomer alive." My response to that. No, Ken said, he said, why did you say that? So. <laughs> was it Oscar? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to throw him under the bus. Like yeah, Oscar, Oscar's listening. So that, yeah. Yeah. So, Shout out to Oscar right there for uh, laying down the law. No, my uh, response to Oscar is next topic on that. So besides that, we're looking at the score sheet right now. And to be fair, in my personal opinion, I think the judge got it right. I thought, uh. Uh, Trey did really well, got first. I feel like he got first respectfully. I try to sit there and try to see if uh, Reese should have gotten second or third over Jackson. I guess, and I was talking to Johnny with this behind uh, behind the scenes and everything. I was trying to sit there and say, I think, you know, Jackson can do stuff. I saw Reese kind of fumbled a little bit more than uh, usual. Well, can Jackson make up? And the thing about Jackson, I he did a good routine. You can I I just, I can just tell it was made up on the spot or made up with like little practice and Johnny you can confirm with me if that's the truth or not, um, but Jack yeah, why do you say it like that? It was definitely made up on the spot, and that's the thing. And this may sound like a which is honestly kind of like it's impressive that he can make it up on the spot and still do that well to where like you can even like maybe argue that he should be top two but it's still kind of obvious that it was made up on the spot here's the thing and i i spoke to Cass about this and i expect to and i don't know if i spoke to jackson about this but if jackson decides to listen jackson and cats and everyone else they're super talented with their stuff jackson is ridiculous with his thing if he sits there practice has a regular schedule prepares ahead of time i don't see him losing to trey all right I'm gonna be honest. I think he could run it perfectly if he if he does everything right. I think he. I don't. I don't know if he's trying to prove a point, but it, it's it's. This is gonna sound like a disappointed dad, but I feel like I just, it just sucks to seeing him with so much talent not preparing ahead of time and just ultimately getting third because he's really good and I would love to see him repeat as champion. I think I even called in my prediction that he was gonna repeat. Um, so call it a, dis- a disappointed father speech, if you will. But uh, I was just hoping that he was able to at least prepare ahead of time. And then if he lost by the, if he just lost because he wasn't the best, then so be it. So that's how I thought. Um, I thought he, he did deserve third, at least for sure. You can argue maybe second. Reese definitely had a little bit more uh, fumbles, as I mentioned. Um, I don't think he's at, he should be as close as Trey. But at that point, I am straight up just nitpicking. Um, other than that, Trey Davison getting fourth was kind of. Did Chris just cut out? Chris did, in fact, just cut out. R.I.P. Chris. He had a really good point going too. Um, so until he figures that out, I guess I can talk to that a little bit. Might be wild. Boomers take a long time. Uh, I don't think that Jackson is a clear cut third either. Like you were, you were a judge, Bobby. Like I, Trey Davidson surprised the crap out of me. I really liked his routine, to be honest. I, I'll be honest with you. When he said he was originally gonna do it bladed, and then had the you know mess up in the first round and uh, had to go stub, I, I did not think that he was gonna be able to pull that routine off bladed. But he did it flawlessly during his medals round. 
Right? That's what I'm saying. Like when he said like when he walked out there with the blade and it messed up and I was like, Oh man, that kind of sucks, you know? Like, oh well, but it is what it is. And then he like put down the routine he did and I was like, dude, that that routine was insane. Yeah, I thought he was gonna You were gonna like you were gonna do that bladed and he was like, Yeah and I was like, dude, that's crazy. That that's insane. That's so good. And then he laid it down perfectly. Like it was he put on a show, dude, and I would argue that he could definitely have placed third and no one would have been upset. Easily. I thought he was going to place third. The thing is, what I saw is, like, the only people who – the only he was the only one, in my opinion, who could rival Reese on his, like, straight-up rifle precision and, like, just uh, – what's the – body composure. Like, he was just insanely sharp. Oh, absolutely. And I, that's definitely part of because he has – He's on the base honor guard training, or he's on the base honor guard, or whatever. So, not only does he already have a background of being super sharp, because that's how he got third in nationals in 2020. Uh, so he's really good. Like we knew he was really good. And then going into an honor guard where that's the standard, it's not like the Air Force honor guard, but it's still like a standard of perfection. So he was already surpassed that and just kept working on it every day. And now he's he's up there. I don't, he's not as good as Reese yet. But I don't really think anybody in the game right now is as good as reset, just perfection. Exactly. So. And you know, like with Jackson's routine, like I really, I really love his style. I love the tricks he can do. Um, I just think that, you know, you can throw the rifle super high. You can do all these really cool tricks. But if it, if it doesn't make sense to like me when I'm watching it, like why would you go to this move from this move? Uh, I think that can, like, influence your score a little bit, you know, when you're actually, like... Yeah, I think that's what Chris was talking about, where you can say that it looked like Jackson's routine was made up. Like, it was cool. The tricks were cool. He could clearly do them, but the construction was But where's the purpose? There, yeah. So, exactly. You got it. Christopher, welcome back. Yeah, I got disconnected. I don't know what the last thing I said. I, I we were talking about Jackson. I I think that was that. So, can someone tell me what we need to talk about? Oh, we were talking about Jackson and Trey Davidson. Yeah, no, Trey was and good. How Trey. Trey Davidson may or may not. Well, like he had an argument for third. Like Jackson was not clear cut third. I think I I thought about it a lot. I, this is a street competition. Do a lot of tricks. You know, go out. You know shebang it or whatever you want to uh call it but i think the thing that hindered uh trey from getting third potentially higher was his first half first like quarter of the routine where he was pretty much more so just a lot of ceremonial stuff instead of uh balls to the wall trick heavy stuff or something that screams street drill right um i think that that was my first impression uh when i saw him and thought you know why didn't he get higher why why is he at fourth so uh but even then i I try i got back in when you guys uh were talking about how uh precise and crisp he is and i think and i agree there there's really not much to say he's really good so um i think he just needed to tailor that routine the first quarter of his routine a lot better with uh the actual competition type you know what i mean uh, I do agree with your with this point about how uh, like it's a street comp, and I do think that's why Jackson ended up winning was because difficulty and variety were weighted more. I think if they had been weighted the same across the board, that Trey would have beat him. Uh, but since difficulty and variety were weighed a little bit more, 
that's why he ended up winning. And he only went, ended up beating Trey by nine points, which is three points a judge. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, so super it's close. The fact that Trey had to go first uh, in prelims to even make it to the medals is saying much. There's not a lot of people who can do it, but I'm glad uh, I wasn't the only one for sure. So shout out Trey. See, but actually, he made Isaac it to medal round going. F- he yeah, Isaac went. Isaac okay, Mackin went cares. first, but he didn't really like compete. Compete like Trey was the first actual competitor, went first, and his blade came off. Like he had a blade malfunction, had to take it off in the middle of the routine, and still not only made it to medal round but got fifth. So like it was a really strong performance in both prelims. Yeah, and, uh, uh, I don't want to speak much more on the the medals round. Um, I I think that I, I, it's unfortunate that people dropped. I remember when people were dropping. I'm like, all right, whatever. Like it happens, and they do the same thing again, and they drop. And my first reaction is, oh my god, Johnny's right. I hate when he's right because he's so right about this one. Where it's like, don't don't do the same <laughs> trick again. Yeah, I know. Don't Dean, do it again. Christian, I think Ryan, maybe. I'm not sure if it was Ryan, but yeah. Yep. Uh, no, Ox Ox didn't drop the same thing twice. He did drop. Okay, the there's a few the people thing. who dropped uh, twice and they went through. I know Jackson, uh, not Jackson. Uh, Dean and Christian followed victim to that, so that's um, unfortunate. It also happened in it happened in prelim a lot. Yeah, I, a lot with the less experienced guys, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting here and like cats came up to me after and was like, "Yo, like." I, I get it now. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like it happens all the time. Cass goes up to just move Cass on. goes up to them and says, first time, huh? Funniest thing. Nah, speaking of <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Speaking of first times and everything, I wanna first of all give an apology and a special shout out to uh Fletcher Garcia. I was insanely impressed with uh his uh his drill. And I wasn't really not necessarily I don't wanna say expecting much. But compared to the stack roster, I didn't think he was going to place really well. Uh, and, I, like, the first minute, he's killing it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, who is this guy? And then, like, I quickly went on his Facebook see because he looked uh, – his drill really uh, looked a lot like Christian's. And my first impression is he's Waukegan. I double-checked. He's Waukegan. Yeah, so I found that out. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like, Christian's helping him. Like, this is great. And I'm like – and I looked at the placement. I'm like, why did he get 16? And then literally five seconds later, he dropped four times. I'm like, ugh. I was so upset. Yeah, no, he did really well. He may have he may have knocked him out of middle round if he hadn't dropped that many times. Yeah, no, he uh, Fletcher did good. And is he, he is he gonna be is he gonna yeah. be a senior this year or what's up? Honestly, I have no idea. He, I don't know he, what he, he is. I just know he's a Waukegan kid. I know we all sat there and made our early predictions. I know a lot of us said Dean Courtney, but I I think we should keep uh, Fletcher Garcia on the on the the radar for sure. I think uh, despite his four drops and his placement, I think this was his uh, coming out of the the, uh, the the shadows and just letting people know who he is. That's how I felt, and I thought it was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was, uh, my, my surprise, and it's going to be weird that I'm saying this, but my surprise was David Gray. Oh yeah. I know that like he posts all the time and he's, he's posts really cool segments, but like body control isn't great. Um, the segments usually don't make a lot of sense. Like they're cool tricks, like we were talking mm-hmm. about, but his routine was great and it was so much more improved over what he's been posting. It still was like, there's the body composure still had its issues. The construction still had its issues. But it was such an improvement over what he'd been posting 
that I'm super excited to keep to watch him keep competing. I was kind of a, like afraid that it would be a just a you know trick back to back back to back to back routine, and it wasn't. So he's on the right path to get where he needs to be. He only got he got 12th out of 22, which sounds bad, but he did go after Trey mm. in prelim. But for him, and this was his very first live competition, so his first real competition, mm-hmm. uh, to put it down like he did, not drop, hit everything he wanted to, he should be really proud of himself. And I told him that. So I, I hope that he's positive about the outcome. Maybe not the placement, but like the outcome of what he learned and everything. He should be really proud take, of that. Yeah, take the... Absolutely. And like watching his routine, it was... Uh... I put a lot of notes in his actual paper because there's a lot I could see in him. And one of the things that I think could have actually maybe even put him in medals round if, you know, his body push was a little bit better, but he had a lot of really good tricks in there and they were really good places in his routine. If he would have just like nailed the trick, stayed there for like a second or two and just let me like digest what happened, I think it would have been like he would have placed much better. Yeah, like I know his routine was really cool. Uh, I couldn't tell you one thing he did in it. I, uh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, um, but that comes with experience. Would you know what grade he's in? So I'm hoping he's he's gonna get that. I think. Is he is he gonna be a junior? Isn't he like a sophomore? He is going I to be a junior. I think he's a sophomore going to junior. Yeah, sophomore. Yeah. I uh, I'm hoping he's able to find some sort of mentor and be able to figure out uh, a little bit sharpen himself. Well, he's in. He's a. In Maryland, close to DC, so him, Dean, and a bunch of others meet up with Reese every once, once in a while, and I'm hoping that Reese will put them on the right path. And he seems like he really wants to, and he's super supportive of them while he was there. Like he was super into it. Like you could see that he cared how they did, mm-hmm. uh, which is really encouraging. So I, I hope both of them are going to be monsters come next May. I feel, like it's gonna be insane. I feel you, and so shout out to David Gray. Bobby, question. What happened with Arbor? What was your thought process on him? Because he surprised me. The placement just didn't scream. Uh, was a little bit shocking to me. I thought he was going to be a little bit higher. I just want to hear your, your thoughts on him and his performance, what you had down. I think that uh, – so I always really enjoy watching his routines because they're just so different. And I, I love different because that's the drill I grew up on. Um. So he has great tricks. I mean, you know, he can nail some good stuff. I can't, honestly, I can't remember if he dropped or not, but I think one of the big things that really affected the score was just like when he came up. Um, That whole day, there was just like, it was, you know, you had like a bunch of really high, like strong competitors and then a lot lot of like newer folks come in and then like you'd have a wave of like veteran people. Like there just wasn't any breakdown between so when scoring, it was like, okay, now I got to compare this to X, Y, and Z and try to figure out like how, how basically how to allot points fairly, even though that, you know, you have people like Trey Simmons going up and then immediately followed by someone whose first comp is RCDC. Um, but I really enjoyed Arburn's performance. Um, I think that the tricks that he had made sense where they were in the routine and his moves are those that like they give you those head scratches you're like hmm you know how did how did he do that <laughs> uh so it, it definitely made for one of the more memorable ones but i think that uh 
the time he went up and a couple more drops in there that I believe he had is probably what kept him down there a little bit. I will say that uh, the thing with RCDC and maybe Lone Star is pretty much the only two where placements are normally where they're normally bad, like 14 out of 22 doesn't sound great. But if you look at who's ahead of him, like you have, you have a world champion, you have a world's runner-up, you have a world's third place, you have two Army Jewel team members, you've got a kid who plays fourth at Nationals, a kid who plays third at Nationals. You have two national championships, and they're all the same people. Like, they're all different people. Is it really a bad placement? And that's what I told Gray, too, and Dean, is, like, look at who you competed against. So, yeah, you got 12th, you got 14th, but you didn't lose to anybody bad. Like, they're all insanely good. So you can still be proud of what you did, and you still scored close to a lot of them. I agree. And I think I, I this it was, this is uh, the, the roster this year, I say at least top two in terms of competitiveness. I'm trying to figure out if there's one a little bit better. I would honestly say this is probably the most stacked, uh, stacked all around, uh, but I'm trying to remember other years as well. So I don't think uh, – Maybe maybe 2018, uh, the year that you won yeah. with your your jersey on. Yeah. I would maybe say 2018. Uh, it was definitely bigger, too, so there's that. That reminds me. I only remember last was I remember. I remember 2018. You competed, didn't you? Wait, I, I, did. Yeah. I did. Yo, I... So, 2018 was more competitive. Bobby was there. I, <laughs> Yeah, it was all Bobby. Exactly. No, listen, 2018 was ridiculously hot for the weather, did it? <laughs> I, I, it looked hot outside, but did was it 2018 hot? No, no. Oh, so, so it actually no, rained not. the day before. That sounds... So it was only about... It was like 89 to 92 or something, and it kept the temperature down, and because like the clouds were still out, it wasn't sunny at all. It was actually really great summer weather. Okay. Like right now, I got a really bad sunburn. Yeah, so like two days, it did give a bad sunburn because the clouds kept reflecting the sun <laughs> everywhere. Uh, but like yesterday, it was 104 here. Okay, so we we hit the sweet spot on temperature. It was actually pretty pretty nice. Lucky on you for praying on Mother Nature to be nice to you today. Oh, Arborn was really what disappointed me the most is that he dropped his signature report. Now. No. I don't think oh, he's yeah. ever dropped yeah. that before. That's tough scene. That was rough. Um, yeah, and it's like dropping something right before you walk out or the report out. It sticks with you a little bit more than than a normal drop. Because you're like, I was so close, and yeah, just barely messed. For up. sure. Listen, all right. One of the last few things we're going to talk about before I go into quick mini awards, if you want to call them for RCD scenes, and we'll just move on. Uh, Johnny, I thought about it. I love the venue. I think it's a great venue. I think something that call it a challenge, if you will. How are you gonna try to? How important? How are you gonna try to um, fill those amphitheater seats or whatever you want to call them? Because it's only just the River City guys. Uh, have the River City drill uh, comp- competitors and the fans and uh, the spectators. My bad. Um, there's not much more after that. You see a few people walking, stopping for like two seconds and going on his way. The thing the thing about that and comparing it to say Lone Star is people will stop 
and they'll sit down and they'll watch for uh, like half an hour or something and check out what's going on. Um, and I'm in, I, Louisville is a great city. A lot of people are out and active. I'm trying to figure out if there's a way where you can, uh, if you're going to expand it to where more people are going to go and watch you guys compete instead of just uh, the people. Um, so I think, like I, get what you, I get what you're saying. Um, I will say that there are more people this year, even though there weren't more competitors. There was more people this year than ever before. Like there was actually a lot of people there because every one of the high schooler kids brought their families. Like Dean and uh, David brought like eight people to come watch them. Uh, Daniel Gomez's whole family was there. Like there was a lot more people there to watch. Like they were up into the third row, which is a lot for them. I mean, it's a big amp. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the difference between Lone Star and River City with spectators is that it is clearly less formal. With Lone Star, you have, you know, the people getting announced. Everyone's in uniform. Everything's super organized. Mm-hmm. Uh, so people, like, recognize they're witnessing an event. Um, with River City, it's not so much that. Like, you, there's the judges. There's a couple tables. But, like, everyone's hanging out. Like, people are talking. They're cheering. People are just kind of off to the side, still practicing, throwing throwing rifles around. It looks like a hangout. Yeah. Which is what it's supposed to be. But to someone that's watching, they don't really recognize that this is an actual event. Which, that's kind of like what I, the vibe that people are getting is what I, what I want it to be. Like it is, it is a hangout. Like it's a competition, but like it's to get everyone back together after Daytona, like have fun, just throw, throw down, you know, all that stuff. To get other people to show up, all you would really need is signs saying, hey, we're doing this. Like, this is an event. It's not just, like, people messing around. But for the first time, we actually did have people walking around come and sit up and watch. Uh, during metal rounds, we had, like, four or five families that were over at the playground come over and just watch. Okay. Because they heard me, like, announce, like, this is going to be metal round. Uh, so that was cool. I mean, the, the thing with... The park is people come to the park with a purpose usually, um, whether that is just to walk around or not. They they like to do what they want to do. We got the walking bridge right there, so everyone wants to walk that. So I think it gives off the right vibe, and we could maybe do a little bit more to get random spectators to show up, uh, like putting signs up, but that's really it because I think that the organization of it, which is much more lax, is the main reason why people just kind of – they look back, they think it's cool, and then they just move on. Yeah, listen, I, it's good that you, it's growing, whether it was meant to or not, in terms of like outside perspective. But then I'm saying this because I love you, man. It's I would love to see you get more people in, and just m- random people, I should say, more people sitting down doing doing their thing, like a fa- like the family you mentioned, like sit down and just watch it out because it's a good event. I really enjoy it. It's one of my favorites, and I think if I'm if I like it, certainly more p- other people should like it, right? Or would like it. Uh, yeah, eh. I, I do think it was really cool that like they were f- like full families with like small children were the ones watching. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't just like couples. Like kids would like pull their parents over because they wanted to watch for sure, and they would just sit there and watch and be like. You know, little kids screaming about how kid like they caught the rifle and stuff. Uh, so that was really cool. Uh, it was a f- honestly probably the first time that's ever happened. I don't really know why. What? 
but the stars aligned. People showed up. Listen, even like a, I don't know if like Louisville has like a, a community Facebook group or something like that. Like a, it's, it's everywhere in Utah. Like it's weird. But uh, uh, just even making a post saying, hey, we're doing this this week. Like show up, show out if you want to. So the other reason that I'm kind of hesitant to do that. Sure is the space we use isn't a public park but for events it's rentable so oh, yeah. if we start claiming it as a full official event and like asking for spectators and blah 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 blah, mm-hmm. are we going to draw the attention of the waterfront and that space costs five thousand dollars to rent for a day well sounds like you just got it yeah. and then on that on that you have to have actual million dollar insurance to rent it so do i really want to do that meh eh. like it'd be cool uh but it's worth maintaining the hangout vibe because that's what everyone enjoys and if people stop by people stop by so that's why i say like a couple signs maybe uh posting it around will definitely draw the attention of people that want money mm-hmm. uh and i don't want to give out five thousand dollars for that because it's cool and everything but i don't have that kind of money and even if i did that's a little too much i honestly if i were you i start blocking people who are on the runner who work at the waterfront and then after that just do your post and go from there <laughs> hey i work for the waterfront like can you pay for your event block exactly see and now we have everything solved all right listen last thing before we go we're gonna do some quick uh no thought about it uh little mini awards all right mvp of the drill competition go wait what was it mvp M- mvp yeah. most valuable player yeah, it doesn't have to be the top guy just someone that you i don't know was the best out there overall <sighs> cats cats i'd say cats was my little mvp uh and fun fact, he actually won Drillers Choice Award because like his routine was super cool, super fun. Uh, but he did so much. He ran the drill hub booth. He ran. He did the drone. Like he was helping out all over the place. All he, right. He helped make this year what it was. So he's my he's my MVP. All right, Bobby, MVP go. Yeah, I, I can really back Cats uh, as MVP. Uh, I had to go with either him or. Maybe David Gray just because, you know, I out of anyone I saw compete, I definitely saw him put everything he had out. Um, you know, whereas maybe I saw a little bit holding back. That's fair. My I, I wasn't that. that's that's look, a good choice. Listen, I wasn't there, so take it for the worst. My MVP or MVP should say should be the Ludwig family. I saw them in the corner over there. Shout out to uh <laughs> Mrs. Ludwig and Wait. Mr. Ludwig. They're all beautiful. They're all Go beautiful. Go watch people. Jackson Cook's video. Go watch oh. Jackson Cook's video right now. I'll back, I'll back them. Just not I'll do it. I'll do, do anything. I just recorded. I'll I'll do it later. Watch what, what? Jackson Cook's video right now. No, 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 no. Do it right no, now. No, my God. Go to Jackson okay. Cook's video. Okay, it's uh, worth it. I promise. Is there any time stamp? And then look into the background. Is there any time? Like just stamp? in the background at the very beginning. Okay, why? It should be right at the beginning. Okay, I I'm on it right now. Just why? Right at the beginning. Like I mean, second two. Okay. Just look in the background. Look at Jacob. He's wearing a KFC bucket on his head. Because I had him go get the bucket for the Driller's Choice Award, and he showed up and just was wearing it until I noticed. <laughs> yeah, shout out to the Ludwig fam. They are defo MVPs for sure. So I don't want I don't want anyone everyone else's answer is wrong. All right. Shout out to Mrs. Ludwig, Mr. Ludwig. Hey, real hey, real quick, Johnny. I just I was gonna go pull up that video like you said, but I, I pull up uh, American Joe Report and the first video is uh, 
Ox's oh, yeah. metal round performance and the you did him dirty. <laughs> <His rifle laughs> you did him video, <laughs> yeah, and his his rifles on the ground. <laughs> yeah. You did him dirty. Yeah. <laughs> him all right, around. Frankie. Katz's routine is available. Is not available yet because oh, dang it, Alexa was here earlier. My phone died right before, and I have it recorded on Alexa's phone. Katz has it, and I'm not sure if he's posted it somewhere yet or not. Uh, so if you message him, he might have done that. All right. Uh, I hope to get it posted in the next couple of days because that's uh, she's coming here on Thursday, so I'll be able to get it up by then. All right, quick quick question. Uh, best trick, go. Was there any trick that stood out to you? Best trick. The Jackson's Florida UTL. That's the first time he's done it in competition. Facts. I'll co-sign there. Bobber. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm thinking like I'm trying to like remember what tricks were from whose routine, but I think it, I I know Jackson did one where uh, it was almost like a Hawaiian punch, but he caught it really weird. Are you sure are you, you know it was about, Ox who did the one-handed Hawaiian punch, but the rifle was facing the other way out? Like he he caught oh, it by the yeah, butt stock, just one. facing out. Is that the one you're talking about? I think so. He's like doing like a flex pose, and the rifle's just chilling there. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Yeah, All right, I'll go last with that one. one. I like that too. That was really cool. Last one. It's a two-part one. Uh, best outfit of the competition, and then the best outfit all time from RCDC. Go. Best outfit. Let me scroll through the videos real quick. Get a view of. Best. Um, it's bit. clearly Jacob. Oh, that's that's clearly easy. Jacob wearing the KFC bucket on his head. No, we need competitors only. We, we competitor only. Obviously. D- no, disagree. I think. I think it was Christian Fuentes when he lost a shoe. Oh, just one that shoe was hilarious. Panda. One shoe panda. Okay. He took the other shoe off. He had no shoes on for the end of his routine. <laughs> he did. He did. He... <laughs> Sounds rough. I will say William Stamborough. I will say William Stamborough's and only because of the beard. The beard is pretty fire. Anybody that was wearing the re-shirt, because the re-shirt is hilarious, and everyone in here, if you don't have one, should definitely buy one. All right. It's now great. All right, now, best outfit all time. We already know this answer. There's only two possibilities, but only one person. Holler. Holler. Uh, give it to me. Give it to leave. me. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Lever Trees, 2017, when he showed up in a full Boy Scout uniform. No, I don't like that. Wrong answer. Wrong answer. Bobby. <laughs> what? I, I got you. I got you. I know exactly which one we're talking about here. Uh, I remember back in, like, 2018, there was this dude. No one's ever heard of him, but he was wearing some kind of really mm. cool jersey. Mm. That was my favorite. Hey, man, that's one of the top two finalists. I think Ken has the other one. Best outfit all time. Oh, he said definitely not Chris's Texas short shorts. Uh, wrong answer. <laughs> Take away the knot, and then we have our top two. I agree there. All right, no one touches me on the best outfit. Uh, Christian Puentes is about to say something. Yeezy for the winners. Wrong answer. All right, it's the shorts. Anyways, so with that, I don't think we have much left to do with uh, the River City Drill competition. I, what's up? I thought it was a good success. Successful. Oh my gosh, routine. Not what am I talking about? Successful competition. Shout out to Johnny. So with that, let's. Okay. Get- well, that's gonna conclude section one for right now. We're gonna take like a five to ten minute break. I'm gonna move all you guys into here. Uh, so you guys can talk amongst each other as kind of care. Uh, Bobby, all you're gonna have to do is press like pause and then press play again.